It's time to take the quiz. Five questions, five minutes a day, five days a week. Take the quiz every weekday at thequiz.fox and then listen to the quiz podcast to find out how you did. Play, share, and of course, listen to the quiz at thequiz.fox. The Guy Benson Show Sunday Replay. The week's most interesting interviews with senators, commentators, and newsmakers. Giving you a replay just in case you missed it. The Guy Benson Show. On the Guy Benson Show, our final hour of three every weekday between 3 and 6 p.m. Eastern. Thank you for tuning in. GuyBensonShow.com is our website. The podcast is free, on demand, every day, including weekends. Bonus Benson. GuyBensonShow.com. It is all right there. We are coming to you from New York City. I'm here for the week. In for Kennedy again tonight on Fox Business Network, 7 p.m. Eastern. Hope to see you there. And a reminder that this hour is sponsored by the Finnish Long drink, which is so good, absolutely delicious, expanding rapidly, and more news on that front to come. TheLongDrink.com, that's their website. See where it's sold near you. Eight new states in the last few weeks. You can also order online. TheLongDrink.com, always drink responsibly, 21 plus only. Well, I'm on FBN tonight at 7. A gentleman who's on every day at 4 on that network is my guest. Larry Kudlow, host of Fox Business Network's Kudlow. As I mentioned, 4 p.m. Eastern Daily, former director of the National Economic Council under President Trump. And it is very good, as always, to see you, Larry, especially here in person. Thank you, Guy. Great to be here. You were coming in hot during the commercial break about a decision not heralded that much, not getting a ton of attention in the media. But you think it's a very big deal, this NEPA Mm -hmm. change. Explain just the basics of what has happened, what the shift represents, and why you think it's a disaster. Yeah, it's really fascinating. So Joe Biden is out campaigning yesterday about the so-called infrastructure bill, which, by the way, was a lousy bill to begin with. But his um, his own air quality council, his uh, White House uh, Office of Air Quality and Environment, here's the deal. NEPA is the National Environment Policy Act. NEPA is the act that basically is the gateway to building roads, highways, bridges, tunnels, pipelines, almost anything. So what they've done is reversed all of Donald Trump's NEPA regulations, reduced red tape, shortened the time frame, and lowered some of the extremist environmental restrictions, okay? That's what Trump did. That's what Trump did, and we had the— we had the play at the National Economic Council, myself and Andrew Ullman. So you were personally Francis involved Brooke. in This was one of my babies. That. This was one of the key things I did in office for three years. So what they're doing now is they are making it so restrictive. Okay, listen to this. They're going to measure environmental impact on a, quote, cumulative basis, which means like go- going back to Henry Ford's automobiles in the 1920s or forward 100 years. They're going to measure indirect and direct environmental impacts. That brings back into play the endangered species, the clean air, the clean water. So this is before any project gets greenlit for building. There's right. going to be just a ton of new regulation stuff piled on top of These you- are Right. This is the council that essentially uh, either offers or denies permits for these infrastructure projects. So they're going to make it so difficult. And as I say, they're going to measure it cumulative. It's something called the social 
uh, cost of carbon, which is an incredibly phony uh, calculation of environmental impact, emissions impact. By the way, they try to measure upstream, downstream, upstream to people that produce stuff, downstream to the consumers who use stuff. This covers, again, bridges, highways, tunnels. It covers And there's pipelines. a Wall Street Journal editorial on this today. There's a big editorial people about want more it. information. We talked about it last evening on the show. Uh, my riff actually is still posted on Fox Business uh, as well as elsewhere. It will essentially stop construction. It should, now we call it the No New Construction Act. So it's, That's the deal. It took the changes that you all made, broomed them all away, and made everything more onerous to build anything because of environmental concerns. And you sort of hinted at this. One of the only things that they've done in this administration right. is pass a bipartisan infrastructure bill. And it sounds like this new shift in regulatory decisions is going to make the spending on infrastructure projects impossible, not just harder, but impossible. impossible. I mean, basically, look, in terms of renewables, this will stop renewables because transmission lines for renewables like take wind turbines uh, and they, you know, they're trying to create technology. You store the wind and then run it through transmission lines. This will stop that because of environmental impact. So what they're spending a ton of money over here on projects, some of which are needed, but then yeah. they're making it, you know, their left hand on the other side is making it almost impossible right. for what the right hand has done to actually get achieved through regulation. So they, they appropriated a ton of money for projects that will be slowed, delayed, or killed by this other policy that they've just done by fiat. So you like electronic electric vehicles. You like electric charging stations. You're going to have to mine for the minerals, the lithium and the cobalt and the copper. This new NEPA regulation will stop the mining. So it will stop the wind turbines. You won't be able to build anything. And the permitting process, which Trump narrowed from 15 years to two years, will explode back to 10, 12 years. You won't know, and then they're going to reject it. And will open the door to massive litigation. Right. That's stuff why it will, takes so long, stuff right? Stuff will be held up in courts. There will be arguments. This trial is California. lawyers will have a— This actually, is what California it, does. Basically, that's a good way to think about it. It's California plus. California plus. And nobody saw this coming. By the way, it abrogates the laws passed in the Congressional Infrastructure Bill. There was a law called one federal decision, okay? That meant NEPA. What's happening here is now— Wait, how can they do that by regulation? Right. With, like, the stroke of a pen, how can that overrule what Congress actually passed? Well, that's a very important question, and it's one that will have to go into federal courts and probably up to the Supreme. That'll be a fight. This will bring back the old Chevron decision. Who's right, the regulators or the legislators? This, this takes away— what the lawmakers passed a couple of months ago. That's sounds, how Sounds unconstitutional is. to me. This is a big, you know, uh, what is it, the administrative state run amok? That's that, right. That would be this. What about jobs? What's the impact on oh, jobs? Oh, it's going to be a killer. Uh, construction jobs, hard hat jobs, blue collar jobs, pipeline jobs, energy jobs. But it isn't just that. It's, look, here's another provision. No unplanned projects will be permitted. So let's say you live in a red state that is expanding, all right, and you decide you need to widen highways in order to unclog the traffic. 
or you decide that the bridges need additional repair. You didn't know that, but that turns out there's an accident in Minneapolis, remember, when Trump, uh, when uh, Biden went there. This thing says unplanned projects will be put at the bottom of the inbox of the administrator. It's right there in the print. It's an absolute abrogation of authority from Congress. See, this is a but big story. Most That's- importantly, it will stop all – look, the public agrees that repairs and improvements for roads, tunnels, and bridges is important. That's why that infrastructure bill passed. I didn't like the bill, by the way, but whatever. This stops that. This, In other words, Pete Buttigieg, who said early in the administration, I'm not a road guy, this is that. He's not a – this – NEPA decision is is not a road guide decision. I think that seems to be putting it very, very mildly. You'll take a couple million jobs out of this over time. And, of course, our energy needs will not be met. And the irony, Guy, I'm not just talking fossil fuel energy. I'm talking renewable energy. For example, these little nuclear modules that are popping up. I mean, nuclear power is the ultimate renewable. They would never pass this muster. And as I said earlier, wind turbines that transmit through utilities would never pass muster through this. It sounds, Larry, like, A, this is a big story that's getting not nearly enough attention. B, all Cudlow story. I'm elevating this story to national discourse, as I often do. No, I'm glad that you have. And you (laughs) came right in here and said, let's talk about NEPA. I was like, what on earth is NEPA? Let's do it. (laughs) But it seems like the way that you go about fighting this is, number one, there are going to be lawsuits, the courts, all of that. Maybe the most efficient way would be to elect a Republican president in 2024 who can come right back in and say, oh, all that stuff that you've just done, gone. Here's my new plan. The, the, The Larry Kudlow plan is now back. Well, this is what Trump did. I mean, Trump said to us early in the game, we're never going to build anything. If we have to wait 15 years. I mean, Trump was a real estate guy. He He's a builder. That's... Perfectly way. He was a builder. Uh, so we worked on this. Again, NEPA was the key, the National Environment Policy Act. And we uh, shortcutted it. We thinned out, deregulated it, took off the red tape and brought it down to one to two year periods, one to two year periods. What's happening here is all these new environmental restrictions, which I might uh, guy. This stuff, cumulative impacts, this is unmeasurable. The social cost of Seems made up, made up is, science. It's made up science by the radical enviros. That's what this One is. One to two years is also a long period of time. Ten years sounds like almost fake, right? Like you can't plan anything for ten years and have it be a realistic so, you know, business members, decision. Members of Congress, now the cavalry is coming and the GOP is going to win the Congress in November. That's my take. But – Members of Congress should be screaming. I don't care who you are. Democratic members of Congress should be screaming because the regulators in the White House have abrogated what the lawmakers have passed. And they should call them on the carpet immediately. This regulation should be stripped. It should be abolished immediately. They should have hearings, oversight, get this woman who runs the air quality uh, office in the White House it's craziness. You can't even wait to 2024. Guy, there are important pro- – look, I'm, I'm a fossil fuel guy. I want to drill, drill, drill. I want to produce more oil and gas. I want to export more LNG, okay? That will bring prices down at gasoline at the pump. That will make China and India less onerous, okay? Substitute natural gas for coal. That will make Europe less dependent on Russia. I'm for all that stuff. But I will say this to my friends on the left who are – 
renewable people, you're going to get hurt by this just as much as we're going to get hurt by this. Your projects will be stopped, too. This is an underplayed topic. Larry, I'm glad that you brought this to our attention. Let's all sort of reflect on it. Let's marinate on what we've just learned. We'll take a break. When we come back, I want to turn to the R word, recession. Larry Kudlow's latest thoughts on what's coming down the pike on The Guy Benson Show. Stay tuned. We are back. It's The Guy Benson Show. Larry Kudlow with me here in studio. Larry, I saw Goldman Sachs put out a forecast. They say 35% chance of a recession in the next two years. Does that sound too low to you? 35%? Actually, it sounds about right. It might be too low. You know, we have a situation here. I mean, the economy is weak in spots and not weak in other spots. The overriding issue is the high inflation rate. Interest rates are rising significantly already. The housing market's in a lot of trouble because mortgage rates have exploded up over 5%. I think you're in a stagflation mode right now, Guy, where inflation will be higher than growth, certainly this year and into next year. When the Fed takes the punch bowl away, as they must, people think you can get a soft landing. History does not prove soft landings. And a hard landing would be a recession? A hard landing is a recession. And I think the chances of recession in 23 and 24 are growing, okay? Well, Stephen Ratner said the same thing in the New York Times last week. I know. It, it pains me, uh, but I must say he got it right one time <laughs> in a row. I mean, look, you know, Biden, uh, I want to go back. Mitt Romney wrote a very good op-ed piece in the Wall Street Journal about this. And one of the things Mitt said, Mitt's an old friend of mine, he's very good on the economy, he said Biden's got to get rid of his woke advisors in the White House. And that is a great insight. He's got all these left-wing woke advisors. So here's Is Biden capable of that? It seems like well, he— Well, he doesn't fire anybody. That's what I'm saying. He doesn't fire anybody. Afghanistan proved that. And he, he overrules— So Jay Powell has not yet absolutely been confirmed as chairman of the Fed. And I just want to say this on the air. Jay Powell talks the talk, does not walk the walk. The Fed is going to act way too slowly and sheepishly. And the longer they wait to deal with inflation, the worse it's going to be. So my thought was, you know who should have been put in as chairman of the Fed? A Democrat named Larry Summers, who has said for over a year that the Biden spending policies and money printing and borrowing would cause high inflation. Well, they were telling you to pipe right. down. He you got see, it right. Oh, right. no, he's wrong. He's trying down. to muzzle it. But that's the kind of guy. Uh, Jason Furman, Obama's CEA chair. I've known Jason for many years. Again, we don't always agree. But on this point, inflation, which is the number one problem in the economy, Jason was absolutely right. They should bring a Jason Furman back in. They should bring a Larry Summers back in. They probably should bring an Austin Goolsby back in, although Austin has been too darn political for my taste. But nonetheless, there's no balance in this White House. They have far left, woke, climate extremist type people. And when so you're Mitt Romney said farther left than the Obama. Oh, right. way farther left than the Obama. They took Which is not how Biden ran. You know what's so interesting about it? Let's say Obama and energy, Obama and fossil fuels, Obama and natural gas. Obama talked the talk of the renewable crowd, but did not walk the walk. I mean, we had an explosion of fracking under Obama. So when he'd go to a fundraiser, he would talk about how important renewables are. But he never took the kind of actions that the Obama crowd is taking. The Biden that crowd. Would shut, that the Biden crowd is taking that would shut it down. So it's very interesting. And you've got these crazy people, and Mitt Romney is right. Get rid of the woke advisors. And that's why when you mentioned Steve Ratner, you know, there's a group of moderate 
Democratic economists, okay, again, we don't always agree, but they're on target with respect to inflation. Inflation is the greatest problem facing the economy. If not dealt with quickly, inflation will bring the entire economy down. And I could say to you, okay, that's great, so we'll elect a Republican in 24, okay. But you know what? Recessions are so harmful to ordinary yeah, working people, folks, lower middle class folks, people who work in services, people who are trying to climb the ladder of opportunity. Recessions are killers. I hate recessions. I spent my whole life arguing for growth and prosperity, not recessions. And that's why I really just – it's not about partisan politics. It's about what it does to this country. My concern is they control him, and when he even says something that might be right, they come and undo it. They overrule him, and he's the president – and he's shown no wherewithal to push back on that, at least the evidence that we've seen. So that's why I think even if this is good counsel that you're offering him, I don't know if he has the systems and authority in place in the White House to actually execute that change because these radicals are running the show and they're going to not give it up because they're getting what they want. You know, if you go back and look in the last year or so, you had a catastrophe in Afghanistan. You have a catastrophe at the southern border. You have a catastrophe regarding inflation. It is traceable, all of these things, to very bad policy decisions that come from the Oval Office and come from the White House. Not a single person has been fired or replaced. And I'm baffled by that. I don't care what administration you are. If stuff goes wrong, the people responsible for developing the policy must Exit. The only people leaving are the ones surrounding the vice president. She can't keep people for more than four months. <laughs> I know. But everyone know. else is right there in place is the point you've been making. Larry Kudlow, FBN. His show is Kudlow every weekday at 4 p.m. Eastern. I know you're off to Atlanta. Busy day for you tomorrow. Say hi to our audience down there at Extra 106.3. Great to see you face-to-face, so. face, Larry. We'll do Thanks. it again soon. Good. Thanks very much. It's the Guy Benson Show Happy Hour. More when we return. was this week's edition of the Guy Benson Show Sunday Replay. For more Guy Benson Show, go to GuyBensonShow.com or wherever you get your podcasts. From the Fox News Podcasts Network. I'm Ben Domenech, Fox News contributor and editor of the Transom.com daily newsletter. And I'm inviting you to join a conversation every week. It's the Ben Domenech Podcast. Subscribe and listen now by going to foxnewspodcasts.com. Listen to the show ad-free on Fox News Podcast Plus, on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music with your Prime membership, or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.